Merry Christmas, Comedy Geeks, and welcome to the Season 1 Christmas Special. All the guys here at Comedy Geek are really grateful that you can all join us for a flirtatiously funny festive feast. It's Christmas! <coughs> Thank you, Dan. It's a Christmas miracle! Comedy Geek Christmas Special. Oh, oh, oh. Most TV channels, radio shows, and podcasts are expected to come up with something extra special this time of year to catch the public eye. And the Christmas special is considered a must these days within the entertainment industry. Basically, without a Christmas special, you will spend the entire month overshadowed by Santa's enormous belly and cast into the forgotten pile of showbiz nobodies and undownloaded pod splats. That said, we can always rely on the truth hour to deliver the goods this time of year. Let's tune in, shall we? I bet my grand's left buttock it'll be something really interesting. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Truth Hour. We're joined in the studio today by one of the UK's leading culinary researchers, Mel Dangleberg, <clears throat> who has recently made a startling discovery. <clears throat> yeah. Mel, hello. Hi, Felicity. Uh, thanks for having me. So tell us, Mel... What exactly have you discovered? Well, Felicity, this might shock you and your listeners, but I've discovered something that will change the way you look at your daily meal plan forever. Mel, I am on the edge of my seat. Please, tell us. I will. I have found an astonishing new meal that comes right at the beginning of the day. Before lunch? Yes, Typically, it can be found almost immediately after waking or as soon after as possible. Astonishing. And what are you calling this new meal? Well, we toyed with a few names in the beginning, such as End Starve and Primary Nom Noms. But my research team finally decided upon Break Fast, or Breakfast, as we're shortening to now. Interesting. And how did your team first come across this new meal? Well, it was a fluke, really. It just sort of landed right on our laps. Well, how do you mean? I mean, it literally landed right on our laps. <laughs> we were just sort of waiting around in the morning with rumbling bellies, as you would on any normal day before leaving the house, when Timothy, one of our younger research assistants, spilled some toast and coffee right over our laps. Resulting in breakfast. Exactly. We just couldn't believe it. I mean, BAM! <laughs> Out of nowhere! <laughs> a meal to break our fast. So is breakfast anything to do with our government's plan to leave the European Union? No, that's Brexit. Are they different then? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Very different. <laughs> One is a strategy for the departure of the United Kingdom from the EU. The other is a meal that can feature anything from bacon sandwiches 
to Readybreak. Well, what about Ready Brexit? No, that's just a bad pun. I see. So how long do you think this new addition to people's eating regime has been around? Well, and this is just an estimate, you understand. We believe it has existed for at least 36 years. 36? Mm -hmm. That's a very specific number. How did you arrive at this estimate? I can't divulge any information at this time. Safe to say, it is based on some pretty convincing evidence of basic breakfast-related activity in the late 1980s. Extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it is that so many of us have never even heard of breakfast? I'm not sure. If you had to guess. I think it is a, a mysterious, mysterious enigma. Fascinating. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast this morning? Poached eggs. Where did you poach them from? A farmer. Well, now I've heard it all. We have a caller on line one called Dennis, who has a question for you, Mel. Dennis, you're live on the Truth Hour. What would you like to ask, Mel? Oh, uh, hello, Felicity. Can I first say I am a massive, massive fan? Why, thank you, Dennis. It's listeners like you that keep our show going. Mel is here ready to answer your question about breakfast. Right. Uh, my question is this. Could you have breakfast after lunch? I once ate a bagel between my lunch break and dinner at seven. Between... between lunch and dinner? I've never... I never hear of such a... This is astounding. Could it be another meal? Dennis! Dennis, would you be willing to come into the laboratory for further study? Uh, no, I don't think so. Shame. That's all we've got time for on the show today. One final question, Mel. Do you think breakfast will ever catch on with the general public? Only time will tell. But if you had to guess. My prediction is... Maybe. Mel, thank you very much. <clears throat> Next up, we talk to an estate agent from Brecon who has written a sequel to the dictionary called The Dictionary 2. Judgment Day. Until next time, folks. We all know Christmas is a time of giving. So listen to this charity appeal and then cough up, you stingy buggers. Every year across the world, thousands of households are severely affected by a travesty known as premature Christmas. We'd barely finished taking down the Halloween decorations when the next thing I knew... My wife was fetching the Christmas tree down from the attic. I was gobsmacked. There are some people so badly affected by this disorder that they're trying to make Christmas happen earlier and earlier every year, despite the fact that it always lands on the same date. Seriously, people, it's the last week of the year. I just opened the envelope and, lo and behold, a Christmas card from my husband. Sorry, August. We haven't even celebrated my birthday yet. <laughs> Sound familiar? Maybe you know someone who suffers from premature Christmas. Mince pies in June? Humming Christmas carols in April? Where will this insanity end? And is there a cure? Probably not. But with your help, we can try and find out. 
I told my wife, at this rate we may as well just leave the Christmas decorations up all year. Unfortunately, she took it literally, and now that's exactly what's happened. The nativity scene in our living room keeps getting bigger and bigger every day. It's getting out of hand now. We've got three Jesuses, seventeen Josephs, and twenty wise men. Ridiculous. And we're not even Christians. I just added another manger, love. Woohoo! Why not make a small donation to help fight this tragic battle? Or sign up to be one of our volunteers and give invaluable help to these poor, Christmas-obsessed loonies? Ho, ho, ho! Ah, that hurt! Is it Christmas yet? No, but... Is it Christmas yet? Not technically, but... Is it Christmas yet? Please, you're hurting me, I can't... Is it Christmas yet? Christmas is, of course, a time for peace on earth and goodwill to all. But there are some naughty, opportunistic buggers out there just waiting to take advantage of the whole Christmassy situation. Luckily, here in our hometown, the police are poised and ready for action. Let's take a moment to appreciate all their hard work. Ah, are you appreciating it? Well, are you? Detective Pat. Oh, hi, Detective Sal. Ready for the Christmas shift? Oh, yes. I do love patrolling town at Christmas. Such a lovely time of year to be working. Yes, so lovely. So, so lovely. Where should we start, then? Well, I was thinking... Yes? Why don't we go and get a nice cup of tea? You read my mind. Where do you fancy? The tea shop? On Tea Road? Terrific! <gasps> Oh, I thought you did that very clever, Detective Pat. There's just something about Christmas time that brings out the best pens. Oi! Stop that Santa Claus! He's stolen my Christmas shopping! Somebody! Officers! What's going on? I'm sure that was Santa Claus. No, not the real one, surely? Only one way to find out. Let's go and ask him. Santa, slow down. We just want a quick word with you. Oh, crap, they're gaining on me. We just want to know if you're the real Santa. We only want to chat. What are they on about? Which way? Aha, just through there and... Oh, no, locked. No escape. Phew, who would have thought Santa was so fast? You're very fit for your age, Santa. I suppose you want me to come along quietly? Oh, gosh, yes. No need for any commotion. I know my rights. We had to ask. Are you the real Santa Claus? What? No. Look. Fake beard, see? Oh, gosh, that's the third Santa we've chased this month. This is starting to get really embarrassing, to be honest. What are you both blabbering on about? (sighs) Oh, you caught him. Well done, officers. Give me that. Noah, get off me. It's mine. Noah, let go. Noah, what What? are you doing? Get get off. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Come on now, Petals, come on. Wait a minute now. Look at this flower. Now there's no way to behave. This man is a crook. He just sneaked up on me and stole a whole day's worth of Christmas shopping when I wasn't looking. Why weren't you looking? 
were you thinking about Christmas dinner? Oh, I love Christmas dinner. It's the best thing about Christmas Day. That and remembering the birth of Jesus. Oh, yes, the birth of Jesus. Don't you just love Jesus? Christ. Was born Born on on Christmas Christmas Day. Day. Officers, are you going to arrest this man? Maybe, yes. Oh, oh, yes. We're definitely considering arresting him. But first... I know exactly what you're going to say, Detective Sal. Reindeer parade. If we leave now, we can just about make it. So you're just going to let this lame excuse for a Santa get away with stealing my goods? Gosh, no. He's coming with us. No. No, not the reindeer parade. It's always awful. And slightly cruel to the animals, I think. Yes, cruel to the animals. Exactly. That's a very good point. Tell you what, let's organise a peaceful protest against the reindeer parade, shall we? Great idea, Detective Sal. I'll go and buy some felt-tip pens. Santa, you're in charge of the banners. And you, sir? What's your name? I'm such a minor character in this sketch, I wasn't even given a name. In the script, I'm just man. Oh, yeah. Well, it won't do, will it? We'll call you Gerald. Come on, Gerald. You can help with the slogans. Let's go, team. Great job, guys. Let's do this. What's going on? I haven't got a bloody clue. They're just too nice to say no to. Come on, Santa. Yes, extra whipped cream on my hot chocolate, please, Gerald. Thanks. And now it's time to head over to Comedy Geek HQ, where there's some impromptu singing going on. Hopefully it won't be too dreadful. My ears are still ringing from their rendition of Jingle Bell's Batman Smells at the Christmas Choral Playoffs last year. I didn't think it was possible for Jamie Davis to reach such high notes. Plus that judge off Made in Chelsea was a complete drip. If you do own any earplugs, now is the time to use them. Good luck. I'll see you on the other side. Comedy, 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 comedy. Amy! Amy, how many times have we told you? It's all a bloody time. No, but all I, the time. Every know, single time. It's becoming a problem. Yeah, no. But it's Chris. No, Amy, it's not Chris's fault. It's no good blaming someone else. Really, Amy, you should be ashamed. Yeah, it's not on. There's no excuse, mate, really. Come on, you, you should know better. Yeah, come on. Well, that was awful, wasn't it? (sighs) Buying Christmas gifts these days has got completely ridiculous. Now I'm off to start wrapping last year's unwanted Christmas presents. I'm sure it's the same ten pairs of socks that have been exchanged amongst my family for as long as I can remember. The price tag on one pair says C&A. Anyway, here is the next sketch. Could it get any worse? Any spare change, ladies? Christmas charity appeal? Like, oh my gosh, Binky, isn't it terrible how, you know, like, some people are so much worse off than us at Christmas time? OMG, Chardonnay, you're so right. I'm always, like, totally thinking how lucky we are to be so fortunate this time of year. All these charity workers, yeah, collecting spare change are, I don't know, heroes or something, yeah? Don't you think? Oh, you couldn't be more right, Chas. Couldn't be more right. You're literally so correct about the whole situation. Aren't I, though? Just makes you think... Whoa. You know, I know exactly what you're saying. If only there was something like that we could do to, like, help or something. Oh, if only, yeah? Well, you could donate something to our charity. Just a few pounds can help a small orphan get much needed. (gasps) I've got an even better... 
better idea. I'm all ears, Binky. Why don't we get a selfie holding the charity bucket? And post it on social media. I've got my Snapchat loaded ready. This is literally the best idea ever, Binks. I'm loading Instagram stories now. But how's that going to help? Let's do this. Okay, well, make sure you get the name of the charity on the front so people know where to donate. Ugh, do you mind stepping out of the way? What? You're in our shot. Oh, um, sorry. Oh, your lipstick matches the colour of the charity logo. I've already had, like, loads of comments saying exactly the same thing. Anyone famous? All the fashion bloggers we love are liking it. This guy has replied to say, I'm hot. Well, you're <laughs> rocking that winter tartan look this season, Chardonnay. All the guys are staring at you. I know, right, yeah? And your hair is... Um, excuse me. I need my bucket back. Hello? Christmas is, of course, the perfect time of year to share your festive feelings with loved ones and rejoice in each other's company. And by that I mean dump all of your messiest problems onto your closest friends and family in a big, unsettling, tinselly mess. For some people, counselling is the only means of escape from this yuletide bangerang. Let's visit one now, shall we? Hold on to your Christmas party hats and try not to go crackers. Hello? Yes, that's it. You come on in, Clara. Don't be shy. That's it. Take a seat. Ah, thanks. A bit nervous. Oh, don't be. Don't be. No. Make yourself comfortable on the couch. Lie back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Ooh, comfy pillow. Isn't it? Uh, sorry, sorry. It's, it's my first time to visit a therapist. Mm, the hardest step of all is to admit that you need help. Yeah, I suppose. So tell me. What brings you here? Oh, well, Doctor... Strange Light. Doctor Strange Light. The problem is, I think I'm just too happy. Too happy? <laughs> Explain. I'm just beaming with sunshine all of the time, and I can't stop feeling great. I see. And that's a problem? Oh, yes. Yes, I, I look at all my friends getting all moody and depressed all the time. And I get extremely jealous. Their lives are just so interesting compared to mine. Do you know how many people would love to be as happy as you are? No, how many? But, well, I don't have an exact number. It was just a figure of speech. Let's just say a lot of people in all walks of life suffer from a case of the old uh, melancholia. Those lucky buggers. Uh, tell me, Clara, are you currently in a relationship? I am, yes. Can you describe your partner to me? Oh, he's perfect. In every way. Great job. Amazing personality. Ripped abs. Well, that's nice. But my friend Jerris is always complaining about her boyfriend. He's always cheating on her, making her miserable. She's got so much to talk about when we meet up for coffee. Wow. <laughs> Lucky Jerris. And all I can offer in return is, Damien got another promotion in work today, or Damien made me climax eight times last night. It's just so boring in comparison. Yes. How dull. My friend Chloe had to bail her boyfriend out of jail last week. Jail! Damien just donated £300 to cancer research. I mean, 
Talk about the nerve. Yeah. Forgive me for saying this, but, but Damien sounds like a really fantastic guy. Oh, he is absolutely fantastic. In every possible way, just infuriating. I really don't understand why this is a problem. Certain people, not me, obviously, I get some regularly. <laughs> I am a real doctor after all. But certain people go through life never finding their soulmate. Never. You seem to have hit the jackpot. Oh, just rub it in, why don't you? Aren't you both compatible? We are one million percent compatible. I'm always on cloud nine whenever he's around. It's just so annoying. Is it asking too much to be treated like crap once in a while? To find a dodgy text message on his phone from another woman, maybe? Or, you know, if he just mentioned his CrossFit classes just once? He never mentions his CrossFit mm -mm. classes? <laughs> this is rare. He sounds like a keeper. And he's always buying me gifts. Beautiful, expensive gifts. Drives me mad because I love them so much. I'm s still not certain I see a problem here. Your life seems perfect. It is. Perfection defined. Can you help? I'm afraid we're nearly out of time for this session. It's 27 o'clock already and I have another patient arriving shortly. Oh, okay. <gasps> there I go again. So happy. Look, if it's that important for you to be miserable... Have you ever thought about sabotaging your own life? Maybe have an affair or commit a serious crime, <gasps> rob a bank or, or kill a minor celebrity? Gosh, I think you might be onto something here. Mm -hmm. Sabotage? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Yes. Excellent. <gasps> you know what? I'll do it right now. <gasps> it, I beg your pardon. Hang on. <laughs> Why are you stripping off? Thanks, Doc. You were so right. I've got to start somewhere. It's time to take this naked mess to the streets for my first crime. Wow. It's already filling me with dread. Bye. How peculiar. Hello? Hi, Damien. Yes, Dr. Strange Light here. Yes, she's just left. Our plan is working. I'll contact the Supreme Leader and inform him of our progress. He will be most pleased. <laughs> well, that sketch was just terrible, wasn't it? Now it's time for a well-earned break. Now, whilst I crack open a nice can of Mega-Cola, let's hear from our sponsors over at Megacorp Corporation, Incorporated, Inc. See you after the break. From the creators of Mega-Cola and the good folks who brought you Mega Milkshake comes a festive concoction of creamy Christmas cheer. Introducing Mega Nog. It's like a delicious watery omelette with a pinch of cinnamon. Great observation, Jimmy. That'll be the 2,000 grams of cinnamon we put in every can of Mega Nog. It tastes so great. Whoa, steady there, Amelia. This alcoholic, non-alcoholic drink is not for kids or anyone under 19 and a half. You'll have to sneak downstairs whilst your parents are asleep if you want to drink this one. I just drank two cans of Mega Nog and now I can't feel my nose. In fact, I can't feel anything at all. Mummy! That's great, Trish. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Now I can enjoy Mega Nog for three drinks 
electric and just before body weight. Best of all, we now offer delivery by the thousand. So clear some space in your garage and stock up ready for Crimbo. Now that's using your Mega Noggin. And for a limited time only, you can buy one crate of 156 cans and get three extra crates free, plus a selection of mega Christmas decorations for your house and a giant bag of grated Parmesan cheese. But I'm lactose intolerant. Nobody cares, Trish. Nobody cares. Where can I buy it? Mega Nog is available at most semi-reputable news agents just off your high street. And this month, if you present your Mega Cola bonus card with your purchase, you'll receive a free cuddly toy. Far out. Nobody uses that phrase anymore, Jimmy. Mega Nog is also available in fun-sized cans, perfect for that party bag at the end of your classy black tie event. But what's in this stuff? Great question, Amelia. Each can of delicious festive Meganog contains vodka, egg, cloves, gravy, fairy lights, vodka, fairy liquid, marinated Home Alone on DVD, holly leaves, mistletoe, tinsel, gold, frankincense, myrrh, Christmas dinner, Christmas presents, Christmas tree shavings, the Queen's speech, vodka, after eights, turkey and chips, turkey sandwiches, turkey curry, vodka, Pepto-Bismol, Christmas pudding, Doctor Who Christmas special sauce, more turkey, wrapping paper, sticky Trifle, new socks, old socks, Christmas stockings, mince pies, Rudolph steaks, blended essence of in-laws, stinking guffs, the sticky bandits, even more turkey, vodka, Christmas jumpers, elf flavorings, Christmas party leftovers, vodka, Santa hat baubles, vanilla, tidings of comfort and joy, vodka, a cutting of Grinch hair, bar humbugs, Andrew's liver salts, flat Coca-Cola, the leftover quality streets that nobody likes, the spit from Naughty Holder's mouth as he shouts, it's Christmas! Yet more turkey, out-of-date milk, finely chopped carol singers, vodka, the Bible, Christmas cracker toys, Christmas cracker jokes, five golden rings, a good portion of sprouts, and a partridge in a pear tree. Wow, say that again? You got it, Jimmy. Each can of delicious festive Meganog contains vodka, egg, cloves, gravy, fairy lights, vodka, fairy liquid, marinated home alone on DVD. Mega Buy it. Drink it. Slurp it. Possibly regurgitate it. Drink it again. Love it. Yay! Warning, drinking Meganog may result in some of the following side effects. Hair loss, memory loss, temporary paralysis, spiritual enlightenment, excessive festive cheer, and an insatiable craving for low-quality own-brand mince pies. Hi, guys. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Comedy Geek Podcast. We'll be right back after these short messages. It's Susie here from the Casual Birder podcast. I love watching birds, whether it's those that visit my garden or ones that I see when travelling. Birdwatching is a great pastime. It can be done with others or alone. You don't need expensive equipment. Your eyes or ears are enough. And best of all, it doesn't need any great commitment. The Casual Birder does as much or as little birding as suits them. Join me each week to hear about the birds I've seen, interviews with others, and stories from listeners around the world. The Casual Birder Podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. The Comedy Geek Christmas Special Let's hear now from the good folks over at Geek Report for our Geek Report Christmas Special. You'll have to excuse me, though. I have to head off as there is a strange apparition standing at the foot of my bed. It's either the ghost of Christmas past or that mega-cola is really starting to kick in. Good evening, and welcome to the Geek Report. I'm Sally Burns, 
And look, it's a Christmas miracle. Look who's back. Ho, ho, ho. It's me, Jack Daniels. And the ho. <clears throat> Today in the news, a woman is bringing a whole new meaning to eating lunch at your desk by making meals using only office equipment. Her pantry is just full of staples. Do you have a pantry, Sally? Oh, that's right. You only eat people's souls. <laughs> Here's a fashion trend that's off the scale this summer. Fish bras are now a thing. Let me see. Hmm. Looks like a sea cup to me. People seem to be flipping out over them. Americans will soon be allowed to print 3D guns because of the Trump administration. But you'll still have to keep changing those cartridges. A banking error made a woman a millionaire for 10 seconds. Is that when you entered your first store? If you were around, I can understand how she lost so much interest. Now we're off to Hollywood for the hottest news from Walker fame. Hi, Walker. Hi, Sally. Hi, Jack. Hollywood red carpets have been cancelled out of respect after a wildfire. But at least they still have the Walk of Fame. I don't get it. Sally only knows the Walk of Shame. The Dumbo official trailer has revealed a first look at Live Action's emotional storyline as the flying elephant is ripped away from his mother. At least he'll be able to keep all that emotional baggage in his trunk, which is more than I can say for the kids who go to see it. The elephant actor was later accused of stealing the spotlight in the movie. But if you're an elephant, then you're bound to step on a few toes. That's all from me. Back to you in the studio. Thank you, Walker. We're now live with Joan Snow for a festive update on all things Christmas. It's the time of the year to branch out with a brand new Christmas tree. But getting them home can often cause chaos, especially when you try to attach them to your scooter... But if you get it home, it's a good way to spruce up the place, especially when decorated properly. Sally's tree has a load of old balls. At least I have balls, Jack. But do be careful when Christmas shopping. Here are some top tips for dealing with Christmas shopping. Tip number one, do be prepared to go out with several bulky shopping bags. Take a pram if you have access to one. That way you can be sure that everyone will get out of your way. Tip number two, Do stop mid-aisle to enjoy what's on offer on each shelf. Ensuring you make all aisle traffic also stop to appreciate the wonderful displays. It's also the perfect time to stop and talk to a friend for a festive catch-up. No one will mind. And tip number three, make sure you remember that your Christmas is the only one that matters. So go grab that last tub of gravy, pinch that last Paxo, and help yourself to the items in other people's trolleys. That way you can be sure to have a very Merry Christmas. Back to you, Jack and Sally. We're now going live to our nature reporter, Miss Rose Bud. Hi, Rose. Hi, Sally. Hi, Jack. Well, there's some exciting news, as paleontologists have ID'd the world's biggest known dinosaur foot. They are now one step closer to discovering the rest of it. In the animal world, a female hare was forced to challenge a male hare when he just couldn't take a hint. She was clearly having a bad hair day. And there was shock after a woman returned to her home in Oregon to find a mountain lion napping in it. She always took pride in her home. Back to you, Jack and Sally. Thanks, Rose. A 560,000-year-old baby tooth found in France could yield answers about ancient humans. That sure is one old baby. Almost as old as you, Sally. 
but still not as old as your fashion sense, Jack. At least I have clothes, Sally, which cover a variety of body parts. And yet, still no one has invented something to cover your mouth. At least I... Um, excuse me, but are you two married? (laughs) 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 She she thinks we're married. Research shows that women don't want men who are too handsome or too intelligent. I'm not sure that combination exists, Jack. You don't seem to mind if they're too rich, Sally. Oh, they can never be too rich, Jack. Mazel tov. And finally, a UFC fighter was the grateful recipient of free underwear after getting his ball sack caught in a drill. Some people will screw anything. He just didn't have the right tools. Thank you and good night. What kind of tools are you using these days, Sally? Just the ones that work, Jack. Christmas is also a time when we should all go and visit our grandparents, whether we want to or not. Maybe invite them round for Christmas dinner. Hopefully they'll do all the washing up. And if not, don't invite them back next year. How are you doing, Grandpa? I went to the doctor today because I was having a few problems with my, uh, uh, uh... Head? Shoulders? Knees? Penis? Blood pressure. Well, the thing is, you see, he said I needed to go for a, uh, uh, uh... ECG? CAT? MRI? BFG? Blood test. So I was sat in this bloody big waiting room watching the, uh... Of, uh, of, uh, of... TV? World? Clock? Cock? Miserable people who are moaning about a little, uh, 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 uh... Wait? Game? Test? Prick? Yes, prick. And I was just overcome with this terrible, uh, 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 uh... Headache? Happen. Emotion? Erection? Reaction. And, well, the test results have come back, and it turns out I'm just, uh, I'm, uh, intolerant, uh... To gluten? To lactose? To wheat? To woo? To wind? To nuts? To trump? To humps? To chilli? To carfilli? To piccalilli? To the island of Sicily? To willy? To Columbia tiger lilies? To streptobacilli? No, I'm just an intolerant bastard. I know what you're all thinking right about now. Why haven't we featured Zac Efron on this special episode of the Comedy Geek podcast yet? Well, calm your little Christmas stockings. The wait is finally over. This next sketch comes with a 100% Zac Efron guarantee. He flew in last night especially for this role, and we are thrilled to feature such a huge Hollywood star on the podcast. So, why am I still listening to this narrator babbling on and on, I hear you say? Well, I'm paid by the hour, you see, so it's in my best interest to make these interludes in between each sketch as long as possible, and... What's that? Santa's arrived at his grotto. Oh, I see. i better go and investigate. Carry on, listeners. Enjoy. Santa, did you get my list? I've been good this year, mostly. 
Good evening and welcome to the show. Tonight we're joined in the studio by Michael Trimdown, who is going to attempt, in front of an audience of 72 million people, to win. Michael Trimdown. Hello. Hello, Amy. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> How are you? Well, that's enough of the pleasantries. Sorry? Michael, you've been preparing for this moment for your entire life. Just how do you intend to win? Well, I've been preparing for this moment for my entire life. Fascinating. Yeah. The current title of The Winner is, of course, still held by September Jones, who died tragically last October. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me, though. Nobody is implying that you did. Yeah, it just happened, though. You just, just stay in the same hotel like that. Huh? Really? Yeah. It's very suspicious. Well, my fingerprints were only found at the crime scene because I'd been in the room earlier that day, you know, having a chat with him, you know, like stuff, you know, just happened to touch a few objects and things. <laughs> That's all. Including the murder weapon. It was all circumstantial. I see. Right. With us, as always, is our official adjudicator from the Association of Winners, Dan Flan. Hello, Amy. Hello, Dan. And how are your bitcoins today? Not so great, Amy. They just decreased in value by £20,000. Oh, what a shame. Oh, wait. They just went up in value again. I'm now a multi-millionaire. Lovely. And how will you be spending this fortune? Wisely. Excellent. Michael, we are almost ready for your attempt to win. How are you feeling? Do you want the long version or the short one? Short, please. I want my mum. I'm afraid she's out of the country. Oh. Dan, are you ready to fulfil your adjudicating duties? Well, I just spoke quietly to someone off camera and gave them a subtle nod. So, yes, I am ready. Michael, if you would like to step inside the glass box and take a moment to prepare yourself mentally. How should I do that? Have you tried yoga? Eh? It's a bit late for that now. Audience. If you could all give Michael complete silence for this winning attempt. And for anyone watching this on our Plus One service, you can also put a sock in it. Michael. Amy. Dan. Amy. Dan and Amy. Michael. Michael. God, I've never been so nervous in my life. Not even when you're on trial for murder? Yeah, well, there was that, but that's... Um, that... It's time to close the door. Michael is now completely sealed inside this glass box with Zach Efron. Can you hear us, Michael? Hey, I can't hear you. I'm sealed inside this box with Zach Efron. Excellent. Looks like we're all set. Here we go! Come on, you can do this, Michael. Remember to breathe, I said. Remember all your training. Oh. Budge over, Zach. What are you looking at me like that for? Never been stuck inside a box before with an American person. <laughs> you wear a lot of makeup for a man. Now, are we allowed to fart in here or not? So I had a little wonder whether I should have had one before I came in, see? <laughs> So close. Release the door. Let's get him out of there. What happened? Did I win? 
No. No, you didn't. Dan, would you like to explain? All I can say is, no, I wouldn't. I'm really disappointed. Not as disappointed as you'll be when you realise we've contacted the police. What? You might be able to outrun them if you get going now. Huh, leg it! Oh, what chips. That's all for tonight, folks. And remember, we're all winners this Christmas. Apart from Michael Trimdown, what a loser. Good night, everyone. So, Zach, what are your plans for Christmas? You bugger! Christmas is the perfect time of year for Yuletide lovers to return home and introduce their partner to their parents. Luckily, not all parents are like Robert De Niro in that movie. You know the one. Goodfellas. Are you sure now you want to go through with this? You really don't have to, you know. Honey, I'm sure. How bad can they be? Well, being around them, it's like, it's like Halloween every day. <laughs> That's my favourite holiday. They are monsters. If Pixar has taught me anything, it's not to judge a book by its tentacles. If they say anything to offend you, it's purely intentional. I seriously doubt they're that bad. Did you bring the backup plan? Yes. I always carry a condom. No, not that one. The other backup plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chocolate cake, all packed, ready to wow. Well, all right. Here goes. Mum? Dad? Are you in? Of course we're in. This is our bloody home. Where do you expect us to be? Did she ask that silly question again? Oh, how disappointing. Mum, Dad, I'd like you to meet my boyfriend, Dick. Richard. Dick, pleased to meet you. Did he just... Yes, darling. I believe he did. Now, Mum, Dad. Go to the kitchen, Kate. This doesn't concern you. Doesn't concern you. Now go pop the kettle on, love. Son, now answer me honestly. Did you just say dick? Uh, yes, yes, sir. That's amazing. That's my old man's name. Oh, what a wonderful coincidence. I knew I liked you. He said he would like you. Um, thank you, sir. Please, call me dad. You're part of the family now, love. <laughs> wow, uh, thank you. Um, dad? So, what would everyone like? Tea? Coffee? Really, Kate, you're so rude. You shouldn't interrupt people like that. Have we taught you nothing? Really, Kate, love, now come on. Listen to your father. I... I'm sorry. I won't leave you alone with him much longer. Take your time, lovely. So, Dick, what do you do for a living? Oh, yes, we're really interested to hear all about you, love. Well, sir, um, Dad, <laughs> um, I sometimes work with a barrister. In law? Oh, dear. Oh, no, no, I meant a, a, a coffee barista. Uh, I collect the dirty cups. And is that lucrative? Well, sometimes people leave some change behind. <laughs> Maybe they give a, a tip or it falls on the floor, but if I'm quick enough, I'll find it. How astonishing. Truly amazing. I can see you're going to go far, son. Ah, Kate here, well, she hasn't exactly made the best decisions in life. Oh, no, but what can we do? She really wanted to be a doctor. She's wasted all those years in education. Really is so disappointing. I always told her to be a travel agent so we could get free flights. But now we have to rely on air miles. And when she left that part-time job in the supermarket to work as a full-time surgeon, well, we lost all that discount. So disappointing. 
Tell me, Dick, what do you have there? Oh, this. Uh, it's leftover chocolate cake from work. Uh, we're not supposed to take stock home, but I thought, you know, with this being a special occasion and all... <gasps> Later that evening! I'm sorry you had to go through that. Kate, honey, they're really not that bad. In fact, I thought they were positively pleasant. You really shouldn't insult them so much. I wasn't insulting them. I, I was describing them. But your parents are so lovely. Really warm, genuine people. I don't think you're being very fair at all. You know what? I knew this would never work. And now it's time for a very special segment of our Christmas special, where the Comedy Geek sketch team are going to be Live Aid. Huh? What the... That's not in the script, Jamie. No, I just came up with the idea now. Wouldn't it be brilliant if we were Live Aid? Sorry, just to clarify, you want to be Live Aid, the celebrity-backed charity raising money for Ethiopia? Specifically the group of pop stars that sung Do They Know It's Christmas? Yeah, you know, because it's Christmas and all. But how can we be Live Aid? There's not enough of us for a star. Plus we don't have access to a big recording studio. Are any celebrities? And the song is copyrighted. Oh, is it? Well, I haven't seen any proof of that, to be honest. I'm <laughs> pretty sure it is, dude. It's a ridiculous idea. You can't just be live aid. Absurd. Did you think we'd all sing the song or something? Well, you must know the song, surely. Yeah, but that's not the issue. Yeah, you're, you're missing the point. Of course we all know the song. Everyone knows the song. It was, and still is, a huge hit. Well, I fail to see what the issue is, then. This is possibly the most ridiculous conversation I've ever been a part of. Oh, he should have been here a few episodes ago. He was trying to be queen. Oh, yes. Whatever happened to that idea? Anyway, what do you think? Aren't you all even willing to give my idea a go? Let's just be live aid right now. Crazy. I reckon we should just humour him. Yeah. Let's just go along with it, shall we? Totally crazy. Okay. Come on then, Bob Geldof. Let's be live aid. You start us off. Okay, here we go. Oh, wait. Hang on. I just realised why we can't. (laughs) Oh, dear. Ah, you see? Now he understands. We can't just be live aid. Of course not. Now he finally gets it. Yeah, let's be live aid. Oh, I feel like such a ninny. Let's all just be live aid. Let's stop the podcast and be live aid. <laughs> okay, Amy, I get the point. <laughs> you can't just be live aid. Really embarrassing. I can't believe I even said it out loud. And whilst we were recording the podcast as well. Yes, there's definitely no way to edit this bit out of the podcast. Silly boy. What was I thinking? We can't just be live aid. Nope. Not without becoming a registered charity. What? We need to register the charity as Live Aid. Oh, for fuck. Do you want to just roll the next sketch or something? We'll be right back. Later, after several sketches. Uh, Go on, then. Comedy geek, 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 
It's time now to get serious for a minute and pay a visit to our resident agony aunt and Christmas angel. Ask Angela. No doubt she will have some very useful advice for all you Christmas shadows out there. If you want to whine at Christmas time, ask Angela. Ho, ho, ho. If you want to whine at Christmas time, ask Angela. Ask Angela. Ho, 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 ho. Good evening, listeners. And today's letter is from Dick in Upper Ramsbottom. Dick says, Dear Angela, I've got a new girlfriend. She's very nice, but she's been in a few relationships before, and this is my very first. I'm worried that I'm a bad kisser. Can you help? Well, dear Dick, and what a dear little Dick you are. Firstly, I'd just like to congratulate you on your very first girlfriend. But secondly, what on earth have you been doing all this time, you silly little thing? Think of all the time wasted... The opportunities missed. Where have you been all this time? Tied to your mother's apron, no doubt. Maybe engrossed in a committed relationship with your internet browser? Those Morris Dancer websites can be quite addictive. But dear Dick, I said I will help you and help you I will. Dick dear, what you really need to do, my friend, is make yourself available for some catch-up. Now, Dick, darling, you really need to commit if you want this to improve. And I'm just the person to help you through this. Now, Christmas is the perfect time for festivities and office parties. And what can we find at office parties? Dick? Why, mistletoe, of course. Why not get yourself invited to every Christmas party in town? And if you can't get invited, why not gatecrash, of course? The unsuspecting partygoers will appreciate you being a spontaneous Dick. Every Christmas party needs a dick, Dick. And Dick, my dear friend, you'll be the biggest dick of them all. Now there will be tales of kissing Dick all around the water cooler for months to come. Everyone will want to know who kissed Dick. Your girlfriend won't know what hit her smack in the face. Why, Dick, of course. And she will be so appreciative of your spreading your dickness all around that she won't believe her luck. And soon, dear Dick, she'll be exclaiming, What a dick! And she'll be happy to hold on to her dick for a long, long time. Until next time, a very Merry Christmas to all you dicks out there. Here at Comedy Geek, we pride ourselves on treating every single one of our special guests with the utmost respect at all times during their time on the show. This means we would never force any of them to do anything they didn't want to do, despite what some of those other podcasts might have told you. Let's head over to the studio now and see how Mr. Ben Langley is getting on. All right, then, well, uh, I'm not sure this is part of my contract. Hey, 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 don't do that. Okay, all right, all right. If I do this, look, you've got to return that safely, all right? Promise? Okay. As part of the Language and Diversity Programme here at Comedy Geek, these guys have made it their mission to incorporate a range of different cultures and communicative languages into the show. This week, Comedy Geek is proud to be the first podcast in history to bring you a sketch performed entirely by juggling. Take it away. (laughs) Oh, it's me. Oh, wow, that's... Oh, well, okay, that's just showing off. Calm down, calm down. 
kind of a bit carried away now. Does he realise this is our show? Okay, put that down. No, not that. Oh, careful. Oh. <gasps> is that lunch? Hang on, that's my apple. <laughs> How long is he going to go on for? <laughs> Amazing. Well done. In the sink. <laughs> now it's time for something a bit more exciting. Christmas is a busy time for top secret government organizations, although organization is something the agents of Odd know very little about. Agent Cretin got promoted. Well, Belle, I can tell you this. It'll never last. He just got one lucky break. What did he do? Well, his leg. He broke it. Ah, I see. So now he has to sit around in his office all day doing nothing. Exactly. He's a manager. Do you know who's been assigned to replace him? Oh, no. What's up? I'm seeing double. Oh, dear. Do you need glasses? Did you hit your head? No, moron. The name's Belle. Agent Double. I'm seeing him. Ah, you're seeing Double, eh? No fool. Belle! What's up? We've just received our next assignment. Daylight robbery. The target? Several Christmas presents. The victim? An elderly lady from Clonacli. To the car. So you and, uh, you know. What? Seeing her, you know? Huh? Don't worry, your secret's safe with me. So, agents, this is the scene of the crime. Tread carefully. You never know what kind of sophisticated techniques criminals use these days. These could be professionals. We may very well be walking into a trap. But this is a house. It's not a well. Well? Well. Well. What? What's a what? What's a well? Bell! Bell's well? Bell's well? What? Well, Bell? Oh, hell. We need to take this seriously. It's a serious matter. <gasps> What's that? Oh, I found a kettle over here. I just put it on. Who wants a cuppa? Make mine a strong one. Shh. Strong tea coming up. And... Shh. Someone's coming. Oh, hello, love. So you finally made it. Ma'am, this is the crime scene. You are trespassing on a restricted area. Trespassing? Oh no, love, I've lived here 52 years. Where do you keep the milk, darling? Just over there in the corner. There's biscuits in the tin as well. At least he didn't steal those. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, stay calm. If we can get a permit to access CCTV, then we have scientific facial recognition. Belle here can perform an analysis. A scientific facial analysis. And only then, maybe, we can work out where he went. Oh, but I... Ma'am, stay calm. We have the ability to help. We are the experts. We are the agents agents of art. Oh, yes, but you see... So the perpetrator infiltrated from the exterior at the rear end of the house? (laughs) Rear end. Bell. Bell end. The perpetrator obviously obliterated the high-definition incandescent filament lighting device. Obviously. Hmm? He broke the light bulb. 
If you just let me call... Bell, double, look for clues. What now? On the double. On me? What did I do? Nine hours later. Anything? Nope. Nada. We've exhausted our resources. We must be missing something. Can I make my phone call now? Ah, ma'am, you see, the call is just for the criminals when they've been caught. They need to call someone uh, to water their plants, as they're probably going to be away for a little while. Well, so does that mean I can... uh... Where would he go? What is his motivation? We've got the strongest forensic analysts on this, and they've come up with nothing. The citizens are oblivious, and they're not trained. What about getting the psychic in? After the incident of 2017? (laughs) No, thanks. Uh, That call... uh... Oh, yeah, use my phone. Hello, Gladys. Oh, did you hear about the news about our glow? Can you believe it? I know. I said she was carrying on, didn't I? Didn't I? Anyway, love, will you be coming to our crochet class tomorrow? It's the last chance, see, to get the deposits in for the Christmas meal. <clears throat> oh, right. Love, where's your boy at? Ah, oh, he's in work, is he? All right, love. I'll phone you later. Bye, love. <coughs> he's down the pub, love. He finishes at 11. Agents of Art. Everybody loves a good audiobook, so this Christmas Eve, why not curl up on the sofa with your slippers? Um, maybe wear the slippers as well? Throw some logs on the fire? Unless it's an electrical fire like mine, in which case don't throw logs at it. That won't work. One bit of free Christmas advice. Never judge an audiobook by its cover. It was the night before Christmas, and all was silent in the village of Machenleth. Terry the plumber... Sorry, Toby, can I just stop you there? Sorry, that was perfect. It really was. Brilliant, yes. Faultless. Okay, yeah. But we were thinking maybe you could read it in a slightly husky voice. Husky? Husky. Yeah, you know, confident. Okay, husky and confident. Right, yeah, yeah, no problem. That's great, Toby. And we're rolling again. It was the night before Christmas... And all was silent in the village of Machantleth. Terry the plumber made his way up the snowy path to the front door and rung the doorbell. Um, is is there a doorbell? We'll add that in later, Toby. Keep going. You're you're doing great. Okay. The door opened slowly to reveal a petite blonde in a skimpy nightdress. You better come in, she said. It's freezing out there. As Toby entered, he caught a glimpse of skin beneath her... Hang, Hang on. Is this porn? What? Porn? No. Why would you think porn? No, no absolutely no, no, no. not. No, it's no. Not porn. Not porn. No. Not porn. No. Right, because this story actually has all the hallmarks of erotic literature. Well, it is aimed at more adult listeners, but it's definitely not porn. No, definitely not porn. Right, because. I do worry that I've been typecast recently after <laughs> numerous projects I've been involved in ended up being, well, Smutty. Rest assured, Toby, this audiobook is classy literature at its best. Oh, yes. Top author. Great Christmas story. Okay, right. Okay. okay. <sighs> Where was I? <sighs> yes, man, again. Toby. Where was I? Oh, yes. Um, Terry entered the house, etc. Right. Okay, I'm ready. And rolling. My name is Misty, she said, 
as Terry placed his big toolbox down carefully on the porcelain tiles. Terry, he said, flexing his large biceps. I'm here to check your plumbing. I'm, I'm sure I've seen a movie that's exactly the same as this scene. Are you sure it isn't? Go on. A thousand times no, Toby. Put that thought out of your mind. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you, you did say. Um, okay. Misty reached out and touched Terry's T-shirt. Mmm, ripped abs. Yes, he replied. I do CrossFit. Keep going, Toby. You're doing great. Terry ripped off his T-shirt and pressed Misty up against the washing. This is definitely 100% porn. Definitely. Definitely porn. I'm not doing it. Okay, Toby, I'm sorry you feel that way. You're free to leave. I, I, I don't want to stand up yet. Why is that, Toby? What are you hiding under that table? It, it's nothing. Are you excited, Toby? Just give me a minute. Come in. Guten Tag. I have come to check the plumbing. Mmm, hello there, mein Herr. Oh, crikey! I love a happy ending. Not porn. Definitely not porn. We'd just like to wish all of our Comedy Geek listeners a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! But remember, kids, don't eat too many treats. Save some for us. Jamie, have you got a message for our listeners? Yes. Brilliant. We'll catch you next time for season two of the Comedy Geek well, Podcast. In the, in the wait, movie. wait, wait. What? I haven't given my message yet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Come on, Dan. Yes. Merry Christmas, listeners. Enjoy your Christmas dinners and don't go heavy on the Meganog. Now that's using your Meganoggin. Join us for more fun and shenanigans in season two of the Comedy Geek Podcast. Coming to your ears in 2019. <laughs> Hello, Ariana, is it? Yes, hi. Sorry I'm a bit late. The bus driver wouldn't let me get on without the right change. Oh, what a shame. In this day and age as well. Did you try flirting with him? It was a female driver. It's 2018, Ariana. You should be flirting indiscriminately with everyone these days. Attractive woman like you? You should be wrapping everyone around your little finger. Well... I wouldn't say I was that attractive, but... Anyway, this is our main call centre. Have you worked on phones before? Yes. Um, it didn't go that well, unfortunately. Their sales technique was a bit... Uh, outside my comfort zone. Sex! Oh, <laughs> I'm flattered, but uh, not right now. I've got a bit of a headache, sorry. And Sex is the key to selling these Christmas hampers. Let me introduce you to Sean. You'll be working in his department. He can show you the ropes. This all feels eerily familiar. Hmm? I said, I can't wait. That's the spirit. Ah, oh, Sean, I'd like you to meet our new recruit, Ariana. Well, hello there. <laughs> well, I'm Adriana. No, Ariana. I don't know why you pronounced it like that. I'm just, wow. <laughs> I mean... Nice to meet you, Sean. 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 Don't worry, it's perfectly normal for a young lady to react like that when Sean's about. He's perfected the art of being charming and sexy. 
to the point where no one is immune. But you don't seem affected at all. Jeez, <laughs> I'm so heavily medicated. I don't even know what day it is, hon. I see. Right. Well, I hope your first day goes well. I'll leave you in Sean's capable hands. Yes, uh, I am in your hands. Uh, that is to say, you can handle me now and, oh, um, I mean, I'm all yours. No, uh, what I meant was, you can have your way with me. Oh, oh God, no, that's definitely not what I meant. I was going to say... I think you'll enjoy working under Sean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <coughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Sean will show you to your cubicle. Have a great first day. Would you like to come with me, Ariana? Yes, I would love to come with you. Oh, get a grab yourself, woman. Follow me. Here we are. This is your desk. Let's just patch a call straight through, and I'll show you how we do things around here. Is it? I love you. Come again? I think I did, yeah. Right. Ah, the red light is flashing. We have our first connection. It's time to pick up. Hi, this is Sean from Deluxe Christmas Hambertronics, the number one seller of digital Christmas hampers in the UK. Oh, no, no, I'm not interested in buying anything. Sorry, I, um... Can I just stop you right there? What's your name? Sandra. 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 That is the most beautiful name I've ever heard. Sandra, I was going to try and sell you our incredible product for only $69.99. But now all I can think about is how incredibly beautiful you sound. I'm hooked, Sandra. You've got me exactly where you want me. I'm helpless. Oh, you do sound like a lovely young man. Sandra, please stop flirting with me. I'm in work, and you're getting me all flustered. You're driving me crazy. Oh, Sean, I'd love to meet you in person. I was hoping you'd say that, Sandra. Text me your address. Shall we say eight? Make it nine. My husband will be out then. Excellent. Shall I bring the deluxe digital hamper as well for only $69.99? Um. Oops. I just spilled water on my t-shirt. Now all the women in the office are staring at my ripped abs. Ripped abs. So was that a yes to the hamper? Oh my God, yes please. See you at nine. Okay, Sandra. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, do you really have ripped abs? Oh, yes. Yes, I do, Ariana. Very ripped. Don't suppose I could have a quick look at Oh, the red light again. Time for our next call. You've heard our sales pitch. Time to give it a go. Get ready. And here we go. Heck, okay. Hello? Hello? Uh, Who's there? Hello, sir. My name is Ariana, and I'm calling from Deluxe Christmas Hampertronics, the number one seller of digital Christmas hampers in the UK. Well, that that sounds awful. I I have no interest in that whatsoever. Oh, can I just stop you there? Uh, What was your name, sir? Clint. Well, that is just one of the most beautiful names I've ever heard, Clint, and now I'm getting all flustered. What are you on about, you... Demented half-wit. Well, I was going to sell you a deluxe digital Christmas hamper for only... $69.99. For only $69.99, but... What on earth is a digital hamper? Oh, well, I'm helpless. I could come over and show you, if you like. Not a chance. I despise cold callers bringing us completely out of the blue, interrupting me in the middle of my baking. Oh, what are you baking? Is it a chocolate cake? Heaven forbid, no. 
Why would I be baking a chocolate cake? Far too dangerous. Have you not seen the statistics surrounding chocolate cakes? Um... You're doing great, Ariana. Keep going. You've nearly got him. Right. Oh, I've just spilled Fanta all down my blouse. And all the men in the office are staring at my... You know, my... uh, (laughs) My... uh... Sticky blouse? Oh, it's so sticky, Clint. I'm all a mess. Are you quite all right? You you sound like you've got a screw loose. Oh, heck, I give up. I'm never going to make a decent call centre employee. I just haven't got the phone skills. I'm a complete failure. Interesting tactic. Let's see where this goes. I'm just trying to make a living to pay my rent and clear my credit card bills. What an idiot. I should have just taken that job dusting the vacuum cleaners at Curry's. Listen, don't beat yourself up. <sighs> Look, I feel bad now. Would you like to meet up and we, and we can maybe get you some help? Okay. Uh, maybe bring that digital Christmas type of thing along as well. For for sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, for sixty nine ninety nine. Yes, fine, fine. Okay. See you later. Bye. Poor child. I hid everything. Well done, Ariana. Interesting sales technique. A bit off script, but I think we're going to let you just roll with it for now. Wasn't it brilliant? Glad to have you on my team, Ariana. Welcome aboard. Oh, okay. Ooh, another call is connecting. Are you ready to go again? Uh, I'm not sure. Can I? Good Good luck, luck, Ariana. Ariana. Hello, my name is Ariana and I'm calling from Deluxe Christmas Hampertronics, the number one seller of digital Christmas hampers. The Comedy Geek Christmas Special was written and performed by Daniel Morgan, Amy Weber, Jamie Davis, and Marie Edwards. Also featured in this Christmas episode, Ben Langley, Alana Vale-Jones, and Sharni Thomas. Produced by DKM. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our show wherever you are in the Podiverse and leave us a favorable rating. We'll be your best friends. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Why not follow us on Facebook and Instagram or send us a tweet? We're easy to find wherever you are on the web. Just search for Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast is a proud member of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Hey, what's going on, you variety-loving people? I'm Brandon. And I'm Jordan. And we are the hosts of the Secret Space of Life Podcast. Our podcast was created to spread positivity in your everyday lives while encouraging others to follow their dreams. We cover a variety of topics such as business, health and fitness, music, and much, much more. Make sure to check us out on iTunes, Google Play Music, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Podbean for all of our episodes. Thanks and have a positive and productive day.